You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's News and Insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Tax Wrap podcast, episode number 72. I'm Steve Burnham, joined again by Lisa Greek. Morning, Lisa. Oh, afternoon, Lisa. And Andy Nguyen. Now, guys, I've noticed on the ATO website lately this little friendly little cartoon character on the bottom right-hand page of the ATO website, someone called Alex, who offers to help. Very politely. <laughs> but does she? No, <laughs> she did it a few, like about a few weeks ago, but now she's up and running. And um, I tried to ask a question and she kept asking me questions. So I, I think I didn't ask the right question. So, um, uh, but it's a helpful little tool. Uh, it should be really helpful. I like to fill in those, um, those uh, chat, web, chat room sort of things. But um, it's a good step from the ATO and they seem to have been t- taking a lot of good, good helpful steps lately. What else is uh, on the go? Yes, so we've been fortunate enough, uh, Steve, Taxpayers Australia has been invited to the ATO's Small Business Digital Showcase. So not quite the showcase that you get on The Price is Right, but a different type of showcase. (laughs) Come on down, Andy. (laughs) That's right. So different type of showcase. So we were invited last week up to Canberra. I attended um, on behalf of taxpayers and basically it was an opportunity for the ATO to to sh- in uh, loose terms, showcase or exhibit some of the different technologies that they've got uh, yep. at the moment to assist uh, taxpayers with their tax compliance. And are, are these up and running tools? And that's correct, things? Steve. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So these are tools all currently available. Right. And basically, the the ATO wanted to highlight the fact that they wanted to help small business with with meeting their their compliance. Right. And so some of these tools we've already discussed in the past, Steve, such as the employer contractor decision tool, the personal services income tool that's as well. Right. So there, And my deductions as well. We've done a good rep on that one as well, Andy. That's correct, yeah. So the ATO app is another big one as well. So these are all digital tools, whether it's online or on your smartphone. or, or um, So mainly they're the tools that you know, the ATO was displaying. And they did do a, a bit of a carousel activity whereby, you know, you go from one act hub to another just so that they can demonstrate these tools. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. And what was there? What's the most impressive or what, what have they got? I think one of the impressive things that hasn't quite come out yet, but the ATO is working with uh, other government um, bodies, is the ability for you to go online and set up an ABN, set up, you know, GST registration, for example, and even set up a company just from one spot. So that's that's a tool that they are planning to introduce later down the track. So they did do a little bit of a, a demo so that people can get a, a feel for that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's really the the impetus on MyGov, isn't it, Andy, where, you know, everything's sort of linked through the MyGov platform. And look, many of our listeners who are practitioners understand that there's a few frustrations with the conflict between MyGov and the ATO portal, but that, that's not what we're talking about now. But it is basically linking together all of the all the uh, different departments so you just have one login one experience and things like that and who knows what will happen but it might, may mean that you'll just have one debt as well oh, and that's yeah. very much the UK model and and that's what's getting paralleled with a lot of things that we're looking at like the innovation statement etc yes. with what they're trying to do here. Yeah I was just reading some more about the uh, SBR um, mm-hmm. standard business reporting which seems pretty smart uh, what, what they've got up and running uh, I think it's with any sort of software, though, Steve, as well, that everything seems good in theory, but how it actually uh, gets ex- executed into practice. Yep. Um, so, look, 
and I think that most of most of our members and our practitioners and our listeners, you know, you can't just sort of say no to technology. Otherwise, no. we'd still be with the Cobb and Co coach, and we'd still be having, you know, two cans and some string and not our mobile phone. <laughs> so, look, I think we just got to go you know, kicking and screaming into the, the 2020 and just do what we can yeah. and, and just embrace the technology and just try and work around the, the little glitches that, that, that we've got with the system. Yeah, yeah. Although um, hopefully there's a backup and some training and all the rest of it that goes along with that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with upskilling uh, as long as, as you said, it's helpful in the end and right. Oh, exactly. End. And that's what, that's one thing, Andy, that you've noticed with the announcement when you were up in, in uh, Canberra last week is that it's moving from individual taxpayer into small business oh, taxpayer, yeah, isn't yeah. it? That's right, Lisa. So the Assistant Treasurer, Kelly O'Dwyer, was up in Canberra. She was uh, quite heavily minded, but uh, she did uh, give a, a few key, a, a fairly decent speech where she said that my tax from July 2016 would be opened up to uh, small business proprietors. So if you're a small business proprietor, you can use my tax in lodging your tax return. Now, that was something that previously you weren't able to do. My tax was quite restricted mm. in terms of yourself preparing the tax return. It was just strictly people with very simple tax affairs. So what we'll see is that the current use of e-tax would be made redundant and everybody will be preparing mm. their tax returns going forward, particularly if they're self-preparers from my tax. So really what we're going to see is, is slowly... But surely, small businesses can start using my tax to self-prepare. And that's returns. from next tax time, which is just around the corner. That's correct. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a really huge announcement. And it is. you know, one of the questions that we did have in the office is how does that affect the role of the tax agent? Of course. Because uh, tax agents, as we all know, are a key cog in in administering in administering the tax system. So how does that impact their role? Right. Well, how does it? Yeah, so I think one of the things to note is that the tax agent still has a big role to play. You know, you, you know, as we're talking about Alex, Alex is just a tool. She's an aide. But, yep. you know, you still have to form good relationships with your client. You still have to um, understand their, their issues, you know, on a day-to-day basis fairly yeah. intimately. And, and also you have to apply the tax law correctly and right. interpret and apply it correctly. So there's some of the things that, you know, I think, agents and tax practitioners out there should rest assured that there is still scope and there's still plenty of room out there for tax agents mm. to uh, provide advice and to service their I, clients. I would imagine there would be as much if not more because if I were a small business proprietor I'd be worried about missing a deduction or not knowing about some offset or some other little concession that I can get that I mean if, if you're online automatic you're not going to think of all these things necessarily. I think yeah. what's more important, Steve, is what you find is that um, I think most taxpayers are pretty risk adverse. Oh, I know yeah. m- most of the people we talk to on the helpline call, they're not, you know, putting, you know, all their structures through Mossack Fonseca and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> they're really just wanting to know, you know, am I doing the right thing? Mm. You know, I f- can feel assured that my tax agent will help me make sure we do the right thing. Yeah. And the problem that I can see with these tools, even though they're absolutely fantastic, they're sort of like a a second check to some extent because oh, yeah. they're only going to be as good as the information that you put into it, right? Exactly. You know, um, you know, rubbish in, rubbish out. I'll be right. nice because we're on air. Um, <laughs> that, you know, it, and the relationship you've got with your tax agent, you know, we've got great synapses. We know what we're doing. We know what questions to ask. And there's only so much you can apply to a robo-advice or an algorithm yep. like Alex is. And 
We, Andy and I even know and the rest of our team who do helpline calls, the number of times they ring up and say, I've got a problem with X and it's really Y because they haven't really identified all the issues. Uh, so we keep probe until we go, now hang on, is that what you mean? Is that what the interpretation is? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I see that a lot of these tools can be, as I said, like a double check. Um, I was in a discussion uh, group with uh, one of our, our member groups the other night and they basically said, look, with the, the PSI tool or whatever, um, it's basically, you know, this person's an employee and, they, and their client went, no, they're a contractor. And he said, well, jump on the tool and find out for yourself. And, you know, all oh, the ATO said it's an employee, so it must be, so I'll agree with you. So it was more of a, a double check, if okay. you know what I mean. So it's evidence, use the tools to your advantage. Right. But yeah. how, how, how much can you trust the result, though? I mean, the good news is that tax office has taken on feedback from the Board of Taxation, particularly mm-hmm. around the PSI tool and the employee contractor so you can rely on the result if you answer the questions honestly. So what that does mean is that in the event of an audit, um, penalties uh, can be either reduced or mitigated as, as a result of you relying on the tool. So there is some comfort there to taxpayers who do an- answer those questions honestly. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good to know, Andy. It's uh, one, one less worry, of course. Well, so yeah. It's actually take, uh, keeping contemporaneous documentation or real-time documentation. Mm. This is me using... Big, big words that sort of just mean now, <laughs> um, you know, so, and that's that's really important as well. So whether it's a printout or a PDF of an output from the from the tool yep. or just a receipt number from your conversations with the tax office, it's very important that all these things are, are logged and marked and available okay. um, for support because I think that the, uh, the auditing of these things will increase. Mm. Oh, of course. So, Andy, what else is on the list? What else have they got for small businesses out there and their, and their tax practitioners. Yes, yeah, so besides the virtual assistant, Alex, that we spoke about, there's also special voice authentication as well. So that's something that the ATO is working on as well. So rather than, you know, sort of remembering passwords and stuff like that, yep. um, voice authentication is going to be the next big thing at the tax office as well. So if yep. you ring up and, you know, save several phrases or use your voice, provided that you don't have a cold, I guess, uh, <laughs> um, you can uh, get through and speak to somebody. So there's some of the things that they're trying now to do. Now, that's for do. individuals, Andy. Has that come through for tax agents yet or is that still a watching brief? No, nah, it's for individuals. So yeah. at the moment, um, sole traders can use that to, okay. to, to access the tax office. So they are working on diff- various things, even after hours callback and web chat services as well. So you oh, might right. leave your number and get a call sometime later during the day. Now, so that'd be handy. If you, you know, you're behind the counter all day, at night you can sort out some tax problems uh, after hours. That's, that is handy. Yeah, so so there are some things that the tax office is trying to implement. Whether mm. it takes off and whether it has traction, we're not necessarily sure. Yep. Um, like we said a little bit earlier, there is still quite a heavy reliance on on the tax agents. Yep. Um, tax agents lodge, I think, based on ATO statistics, 70% of individual returns, all individual returns, and 90% of all business returns. So oh, there's right. still quite a heavy reliance. As Lisa was saying, you know, people want that level of assurance yep. that they're, they're picking up all the deductions and doing things correctly by the law. Yeah, of course. And what else have we got there? Yeah, so there's also an online service for, for sole traders through MyGov. There's also the, the newsroom as well, as you might have come across as well, Steve, the small business newsroom. Yep. So they're trying to help small business with you know some of the the various aspects of growing their business or, or trying to 
you know, look after their business. So I think I, I remember, Steve, one of the things you might have looked at was, you know, whether it's better to be in a sole trader or to yeah. be a company and some of those responsibilities there. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think it's a great, great, just have a look at the small business newsroom perhaps every day just to glance and see what the issues are. Or doing... I reckon what you do is actually better, Steve, is that we sort of curate that information and, and send it out to everyone because what you find is, I mean, and as Andy and we're all saying, there's some fantastic tools that can really help practitioners yeah. and, and, and taxpayers out there. But sometimes they're hard to find and to know, you know, whether they're bona fide, is it really helpful or are you just telling me well, something that I already know is not going to help me? Yeah, is it just so, another thing? Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's what what we try and do here at Taxpayers. And I think your team does very well as well, Steve, is actually pull those things out and say, hey, there's a free webinar on this or, hey, there's exactly. a really good video on SMSF trustees that we've gone through as well. Mm. And same with these. You know, if we think that they're good, like we road tested the My Deductions app, you know, we've done a lot about the PSI employee um, contractor tool to basically say this is how you use it and, you know, bring that awareness yep. To, yep. to our members because – Let's face it, you know, we love tax. We love fossicking around. <laughs> That's why we're here. Yeah, exactly. We love fossicking around the, you know, the, the news release sites and things like that. Yeah. But, you know, if you're making cupcakes like the place across the road or, <laughs> or making apps or whatever, mm. I mean, that's what you want to do. That's what you know and love. You don't want to be fluffing around with, no, with, no. with tax changes and things like that. So that's why you need to come to us, listen yep. to our podcasts and, um, you know, read our e-newses because that's, right. that's what we're all about. Exactly. I think I've, I'll jump off my soapbox and stop <laughs> going rah, rah, rah. But the good thing that I'm talking about, this is all the free stuff that we yeah, offer. Exactly. You know, yeah. this is this is all, all all the bonus stuff. But mm. I mean, there's also hell of a lot of stuff that we prepare that's really useful that members get get as well. So yeah, exactly. we don't want to discount that. But we also like to stay abreast of everything. Well, yes. of course, to, to to help help our fellow taxpayers out there, of course. Yeah. Mm. So so safe to say, Steve, in the immediate future, Alex won't turn into Skynet <laughs> for all those Terminator oh, lovers. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we wondered, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think um, if Alex is riding a hoverboard, then we could be oh. could, could be in business. Or if Alex changes his name to uh, her name, I should say to Andy, then we know we've got real problems. Or, or, or Arnie, you'll be back next tax time. Yes, <laughs> yes, hustler of Easter baby. They might sound a bit like Matthias Corbin, though. Why oh don't no, know? that's true. <laughs> all right, well, all good to know. Um, yeah, no, keep keep an eye on the uh, small business newsroom. The ATO has got some great. Uh, tools and things out there to help small business and their tax practitioners and um, thanks again listeners for being with us thanks again Lisa and Andy and look forward to uh, next week budget week budget week next week we actually have a um, uh, uh, Letty is uh, in the lockup so she'll be uh, Coming out with all the good news. Sounds like she's news. in the asylum, Steve. In the asylum. But yeah, for those <laughs> of you that don't asylum. know, so, so she's going into uh, a room in Canberra without any mobile phone access and I think no PowerPoints as well from what she's told me yes. at 3.30 and they'll let her out at 7.30. So um, hopefully so, she's done all our work for that night already, Andy. That's the plan. Well, stay tuned. We'll have all the news from the budget on Tuesday. <laughs>